Good morning and welcome to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick with the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo and I have the pleasure this morning with talking to Dr. Khalid Al-Hakim, professor at Western Michigan University. I think you're doing a guest professorship there. Yes. And uh, I also have the pleasure of talking with Ernie Panicoli, who is an artist and photographer of hip-hop. Good morning, Ernie. Good morning. Well, uh, Khalid and Ernie, we like to start this show by asking, what is your favorite morning beverage? I'm drinking it right now, coffee. <laughs> coffee, okay. What about you, Ernie? Brother Khalid and I do not drink alcohol, and um, I, I believe that the world would be a worse place if it didn't have coffee, so coffee is my go-to all day long. Uh, <laughs> I, live I, in a, I live in an over-caffeinated section of the world. <laughs> okay. All right. So coffee it is. Black coffee it is. Um, yep. well, I am in good company this morning then. Dr. Khalid, <laughs> you're an educator, entrepreneur, and the, the founder and curator of the Black History uh, 101 Mobile Museum, Yes, which is a collection of over 10,000 original artifacts of black memorabilia dating from transatlantic slave trade era to the hip-hop culture. So my first question this morning is for you. Um, what was your journey to ultimately curating this collection? So my journey started off as a social studies teacher in the Detroit Public Schools and assessing in the classroom what type of uh, content in regards to textbooks and uh, other material in the class and curriculum. And um, I noticed immediately there was a huge gap in terms of representation of black history. And so one of the ways that I engaged my students was by bringing in um, actual artifacts into the classroom, primary source material. And um, many of my students, including myself, uh, are visual learners. So to be able to actually see history in real life is um, a way to spark inquiry and to um, have um, students question and interpret history and make history their own. So I started collecting about 32 years ago, uh, digging through antique shops, used bookstores, garage sales finding things that fill in the gaps of history in these stories that have been left out or omitted. And um, that's where it starts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I, I understand a little bit from the, the, your website that you, you did, you, you went to flea markets and estate yes. sales and picked up some of these artifacts. Um, that's a lot of work to curate a collection. So starting out as a history teacher and realizing that there's a gap um, there's a different path that everybody takes, but, but right. you chose to actually go out, get the pieces, and bring them back. The mobile museum is just that, a mobile museum. Yes. Um, and I also understand that that's, uh, it's taken you 30 years to put that together. 30 plus years. Um, and it, it didn't start off as a mobile museum. It, again, okay. it just started off as um, artifacts in the classroom. And even before the classroom, artifacts just in my home. And okay. so really, um, for me, as, as an individual, as a uh, young black man in America, mm -hmm. trying to find my way and understand my place in the society, right. uh, these artifacts affirm to me and um, are keys to uh, teaching me about history. Uh -huh. um, so again, very, very powerful and compelling way to learn about history. And then um, I start sharing it in public places, in spaces, uh, in, uh, in 1995. 
Okay. I, I started uh, doing uh, public uh, exhibits. And then to see the public come in to spaces and see the value of this material. And then realizing that I was a part of a, a long legacy of black educators and collectors, historians who mm -hmm. uh, were doing this type of work, sharing artifacts in public spaces dating back to the 1800s, mm -hmm. going into churches and, and schools around the country, teaching about black history because black history was not being taught. You would not find black history represented um, in state museums or in national museums a hundred years ago, mm -hmm. you know, and you, um, we still have some of those issues in, in museums today, right? Sure. Um, so again, you know, this material is used to fill in those gaps. Okay. Okay. And, and Ernie, I'm going to ask you something similar. You've been photographing graffiti and hip hop among other subjects since 1973, but you're also a painter, a public speaker and a historian. So what originally drew you to the graffiti scene and then eventually into hip hop? Unfortunately, you don't have enough time. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. If if you go back to when I was 13 years old, 14 years old, uh, I had a experience with homelessness, and one of the places I ended up with, I ended up with a, a, a 15 year old political prisoner from Cuba who was. <sighs> imprisoned by Castro regime to take all his father's money and so on. And he and I used to draw together and, you know, paint a little bit. And one day he asked me if I wanted to meet Salvador Dali. And of course I said yes. And I, I knew he was crazy because that's impossible. Uh, Salvador Dali is like meeting Jesus or Buddha or Muhammad, you know. So uh, the next day we snuck on the train went to New York and spent two days with Salvador Dali. And I never forgot that. And I knew at that point in my life that I wanted to be an artist. I didn't know what kind of artist. Many years later in Brooklyn, I was seeing uh, art appearing out of nowhere overnight, sometimes a block long, and you never saw anybody painting it. And I borrowed a camera and started taking pictures of it. And that's the whole story. And it stayed with me all these years. Right. And so you've, uh, I understand you've actually taken over 250,000 photographs, 20,000 of which has been published. Um, <laughs> It's, I've uh, taken over. I've taken over a million pictures. Okay. Twenty twenty thousand are on view okay. for free. No subscriptions. No nonsense. You just go to uh, Cornell University Ernie Panicoli Archive, and you can see the history of hip hop for free. No subscription. No nothing. You know. You don't have to sign up. You just go and look. And um, I'm grateful to Cornell for that experience, but I've taken over a million pictures and I've taken maybe a half a million pictures of graffiti which have never been seen. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. And the reason why, um, so you are, your one of your uh, exhibits is here in Kalamazoo, 
and um, Dr. Khalid, your, your exhibit's here in Kalamazoo, and then both of you are here because of the Walker Institute. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes. So I'm a graduate of Western. Uh-huh. I got my master's degree here. Um, and one of the, I also worked in the hip hop industry as well as a um, manager and booking agent. So over the years, and this 30 years of collecting and my experience in hip hop, uh, by default, by experience, I've collected hip hop material, uh, and spe- uh, specifically Michigan hip hop material. I, I was born and raised in Detroit, of course. Um, so this material needs a home. So a, uh, a part of my work here too uh, has been establishing the Michigan Hip Hop Archive. Mm. So this archive is documenting, preserving the um, cultural and historical um, objects of Michigan's hip hop history. And not only the artists and journalists and graffiti artists and break dancers here, but also folks who have come to Michigan as well. So people like Ernie Panicoli and Public Enemy and Tupac and mm-hmm. Biggie and other folks documenting their experiences uh, and their impact in here in Michigan. Um, so I approached the, uh, the Walker Institute several years ago about housing the Michigan Hip Hop Archive. And uh, Dr. Wallace was very open to the idea. And, um, and we uh, created a, a, a partnership. And so that partnership um, brought the Black History 101 Mobile Museum to campus uh, uh, a couple years ago. And we did our first hip hop exhibit here. I believe that was two years ago. And we brought MC Shaw Rock here and a bunch of other artists and did a hip hop film festival, which was uh, very successful. And mm-hmm. it was a great introduction to um, the work of the uh, Michigan Hip Hop Archive and this partnership that we have. And a part of uh, that work this year was bringing Ernie Panicoli uh, to town in his exhibit here, which is, I have to say, is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Over 50 photographs that uh, document this uh, 50th anniversary of hip-hop culture that we're in this year. So, yeah, that's it. Okay. We have to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to continue to talk with Dr. Khalid Al-Hakim of Western Michigan University and Ernie Panicoli, artist and photographer of hip-hop. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. Whether it's a live concert, a riveting piece of theater, or a beautiful ballet, Kalamazoo has everything you'd want in an arts and culture scene. In fact, arts and culture have always been a cornerstone of what makes Kalamazoo a great place to work and live. As a service organization, the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo has been proud to serve Kalamazoo since 1966. And they're still here serving artist organizations and connecting artists to our community. If you want to know what's happening in the local arts scene, please visit the Arts Council's website, kalamazooarts.org, and click on the calendar to plan your next experience. That's kalamazooarts.org, and help amplify the arts in our community. Now you know. This message is proudly brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. 
And welcome back to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick. I am back with Dr. Khalid Al-Hakim, a professor at Western Michigan University and founder and curator of the Black History 101 Mobile Museum. And Ernie Panicoli, the artist and photographer um, who has a current exhibit now at uh, KVCC Arcus Center for New Media that was brought to us by the Walker Institute. Welcome back to the both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Before the break, um, we were talking with uh, uh, Khalid about the, um, the Walker Institute and um, bringing Ernie in as part of the work that's going on this year with the Walker Institute and your work with the Walker Institute. Ernie, can you talk a little bit about, um, I understand that your daughter Melissa actually curated the 50 photographs that we're going to see at Arcus Center for New Media? Yes, this was her first time at that, and she did wonderful and was very proud of her. I have a slight handicap right now, so I'm not able to get to the art and do the curation, but she did it, and I'm very, very proud of her. Since she was a little girl, she was going to my shows, and she was surrounded by my photography and art and people, and, you know, uh, it rubbed off on her in a good way. Uh, it, yes, and uh, the well, the work is yours, and the work is beautiful. But I think uh, I would agree. She did a fabulous job putting that show together for you. Um, so you can see that show at uh, it opened on September first, which was our Art Hop Night here in Kalamazoo, and it will be in the Arcus Gallery through the middle of October. So please get down to KVCC's Arcus Center for New Media in downtown Kalamazoo to see that work. Um, during the break, you had mentioned something, Ernie, about this yep. idea of um, individuals, uh, men of color, as both of you are, seeing um, what's missing and taking action yep. to fill that space. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yes, as a Native man and a man of color, I think that uh, both Khalid and I, Dr. Khalid and I, represent a facet where we saw something missing and we felt there was an emptiness and we strove to fill that emptiness and I think that we've done pretty good (laughs) 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 and I want everyone to understand that's listening that we do not have superpowers we're not super brains or you know three dimensional thinkers or we're just people who felt that something was missing, that something that that life had much more than what we were offered, and that everyone out there can be an asset to change the world, change art. All you need is a love, a respect, and a sense that something is missing. You can fill it. You do not need a superpower, 12 years of college. You don't need that. What you need is a love. And, and an awareness of your environment and see what's missing. And together, unified, you can fill that in. I'm not advocating any anything except awareness. And if you feel hunger, fill that hunger. And, you know, collect, document. This is our world, not my world, not Dr. Kelly's world, not political parties world it is our world unified all of us and we can all make a difference and we can all fill in those gaps and that's very important 
that people go to these shows and not say, wow, that's wonderful. Those two people uh, must be super, you know, gifted or super. No, we're just people who were hungry. And we decided to feed that hunger, and you could do the same. And I want that to be inspirational for young artists, young people, young students, young human beings. You can make a difference, and you can make a powerful difference. And I mean that with all my heart. I would agree. I would absolutely agree. Um, in fact, uh, just thinking about the uh, both of your exhibits, the Mobile Museum and then the Hip Hop uh, Photography Exhibit, um, there's a, a quote on your website, Ernie, that talks about art and hip hop and um, being a mirror of society and all of the, the the changes and challenges and joys and sadness that come along with that. I'm wondering if each one of you could speak to that mirror that you both are holding up um, through your artwork. So with the um, Black History 101 Mobile Museum, it reminds me um, how I observe people as they come through the exhibit. And if we're holding up a, a mirror, uh, that mirror reflects all the different type of emotions that you know hum humanity has, right? So people will come through and they'll see a clanhood, and you can imagine what that response is. You know, it's one of disgust, uh, one of um, just heartache and, and pain. Um, but at the same time, you might see um, a photograph of Michael Jackson, or you might see um, a photograph of um, Mary, Mary McLeod Bethune, for example. So you'll feel empowered and you'll smile and you'll, you'll feel um, hope, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it, and I curate exhibits in a way where people um, get those feelings as they walk through the exhibit. So it pulls on your heartstrings and your emotions. And, um, you know, this is the 50, 50th anniversary of hip hop. Mm -hmm. And in hip hop, we say we keep we keep things real. We keep it real, right? So um, I don't hide history. Some of our his, some of our history in America is very very ugly, very disturbing, and so we don't hide from that. We you know actually run to it and say, look here. If we don't deal with this and address these issues, then we'll keep repeating them, and things will get a lot more ugly, right? So we we deal deal with the the ugliness of the history, but also we don't leave it there either. Mm -hmm. We, we want to make sure people are inspired and motivated um, to push forward and to address these things in, in very progressive and, and radical ways. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ernie, what, uh, have you experienced that idea of holding up a mirror to society? <laughs> photographing hip-hop, spending years and years? I think hip-hop is the most mirror-like uh -huh. art form that was ever created on the earth. It is so us. It is so street. It's from the projects. It's from the subways. It's from the jails. It's from the police pulling you over. Boy, get out the car. You know, come on, man. Uh, mm -hmm. Hip-hop is the most physically real art form. You know, I, I love classical music, but it has nothing to do with me. Uh, I love jazz, but I'm not sophisticated enough to understand all the nuances that I'm listening to. I just feel it. Hip-hop is street, from the street, by the street, but from people from the street. 
And the reason that my work represents that is because I'm from the street and hip hop is us. Hip hop's the street, the good, the bad, the ugly, and it, all the in between. It's the sex, it's the violence, it's the drugs, it's the, you know, the incarceration, it's, it's, it's the addiction, it's the, the, the hurt, it's the pain, it's all of that. So when hip hop could just be called life or pain or street, um, I'm sorry to wax so poetic. Man, hip hop is hip hop is real, and I find it difficult to believe that 50 years have passed, and that I've documented over 40 of them. That that's an odd feeling. And uh, <laughs> come see my talk. I think I'm going to startle some of you, and I think I'm going to wake some of you up. And I think I hope I pray that I'll be able to guide some of you into the arts and guide you into survival and guide you into the most wonderful word in, in my vocabulary, which is unification. Uh, unified, we can do miracles, man. And we can change this planet. It doesn't have to be like this. And we don't have a lot of time. I'm watching the news today, and, and the temperature is already going up two and a half degrees this year. And it only took a half a degree to create the worst hurricanes that have ever existed. We need to really get our act together and start that unification. And we can do it. We can do anything. God didn't make no no ugly, trust me. Right, right. Well, Ernie, I know we can we can um, see your work here in Kalamazoo live at KVCC Argus Center for New Media. Where else? You had mentioned you have a website for viewing. Could you give us that web address? Anatoly Group at gmail.com. Okay, so and, and, and gmail.com? Yeah, and, okay. At gmail.com. But it's also, my work is at uh, Cornell University, mm-hmm. the Ernie Panicoli Photo Archive, and <laughs> everywhere else. Uh, I have a book out on Amazon, which, well, throughout the world, which has been out since 2018. It stays in the top 20 hip hop at the end of the world. Oh, wow. And it's a multi dimensional uh, book in that it has photography and poetry and writing. And a beautiful piece by Detroit's own Jessica Caremore. <laughs> I love that woman so much. She's a gift to you. Okay, we will be sure to check that out. Uh, Hip Hop at the End of the World, the top, yep. top uh, of the list there at Amazon. Um, Dr. Yep. Khalid, where else can we find more information, not only about the museum, but um, mobile museum, but the other things you're doing in the community? Yeah, so um, the Black History Mobile or BlackHistoryMobileMuseum.com, BlackHistoryMobileMuseum.com. Mm-hmm. Currently, I have about 49 pieces on display at the Student Center on Wayne State uh, on Western Michigan University's campus here in Kalamazoo. Uh, so if um, anybody goes by the new center, new, new student center, they can see um, 49 pieces that represent uh, this 50th anniversary of hip hop. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. I've been speaking this morning with Dr. Khalida Hakim, professor at Western Michigan University, and also Ernie Panicoli, artist and photographer of hip hop and so much more. Both of you are so much more, so much more to our community and to um, the art world. Thank you so much 